Bismillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulullah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Thank you for joining us on Pure Masculinity And I am your host Abdul Kabir It's been a while, I know Alhamdulillah, we're back and hopefully inshallah We can get excited and prepare for the blessed month of Ramadan And in today's episode of the podcast, inshallah, I'm excited to talk to us about our preparation for Ramadan and what are the things we could do that would be highly rewardable for us to have the best of Ramadan, inshallah. So I intend to remind myself and our beloved listeners about 10 rewardable deeds which we could do in order to welcome Ramadan. Are we ready for the conversation, inshallah? So let's get started. Um, by the mercy of Allah, the crescent of Sha'ban has been cited, and today uh, already we are in the month of Sha'ban, alhamdulillah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us witness the month of Ramadan. It's important to state that the companions of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they used to prepare for Ramadan six months ahead before the blessed month sets in and they also after they witness ramadan they ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless them to accept their deeds that they had done in ramadan subhanallah and they used to always pray allahumma balighna ramadan may allah help them witness the month of ramadan so we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to spare our lives as well knowing fully well that ramadan is at the corner is a huge blessing that requires preparation however we also need to pay attention that it's not everybody who is witnessing shaban today that will witness ramadan times have tell times have told us that um, there are people whom they witnessed shaban but they were unable to witness ramadan we saw people who became ill and they passed away we saw people who even died all of a sudden and there are some people even that might not even pass away but they might not have the strength and wellness to be able to fast in the blessed month so therefore we need to keep on praying and asking allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to prevent to preserve our lives and to grant us good health and wellness in order to be able to do good deeds in the blessed month of ramadan there is a huge challenge which many of us face when it comes to preparing for ramadan and that is the fact that we do not pay attention to the preceding month before ramadan which is the month of sha'aban when sha'aban cripples in many of us are not aware of it some might be conscious of it but may not make the best out of it and this is probably the reason why the prophet وسلم, cautioned us about this in that hadith of um, usama bin zaid anhu, recorded in the book of nasai allah's messenger وسلم, was um, talking to usama bin zaid and usama bin zaid was curious with regards and action which the prophet وسلم, used to do in shaban and then he went to meet him he said "O messenger of allah وسلم, i do not see you fast in any month as much as you do in Sha'aban. And then Allah's Apostle responded to him and he told him, he said, um, that is a month in which the people do not pay much attention to between Rajab and Ramadan. And it's a month in which the deeds are taken up to the Lord of the world. And I like that my deeds are taken up while I'm in a state of fasting. Subhanallah. So it is highly encouraged that you should fast in the month of Sha'aban as much as you can. In fact, in the Sahihain of Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim, our mother Aisha anha, she also narrated a beautiful hadith whereby she said that the Prophet used to fast so much in the month of Sha'aban that when he fasts, he fasts like he's not going to stop. And when he stops fasting, 
he stops fasting like he's not going to fast again so this is an excellent lesson for us to learn like as a prelude to ramadan we should try as much as we can to fast as many days as we can in the month of shaaban however we should also be cautious of some deeds that are not from the sunnah like the days of nisfi shaaban and things like that we should be cautious of some of those things which are innovations in the religion another caution is that brothers also warned us not to fast into ramadan so if you are doing this type of fasting that you want to fast as much in shaaban make sure when it is a few days to ramadan you stop fasting okay having said that it is also important for us to understand that ramadan is like a guest which pays you a visit once in a year and as faithful muslims we are required to honor our guests right we are required to be kind and generous with them we are required to pay attention to them we are required to make adequate preparations to make our guests comfortable it is the same way for us as muslims to maximize our month of ramadan we need to pay attention to it we need to welcome it we need to prepare for it we need to give our best so inshallah i would share with us 10 rewardable acts which we could do inshallah to maximize our ramadan and hopefully inshallah in another episode i'll also talk about some steps which we could take in order for us to enjoy ramadan to its fullest to reap the maximum benefits inshallah so let's get started number one the first thing which we have to do is to see that we set out with a good intention as we all know actions are judged by intention and everyone will be rewarded based on that which they intend right so the intention you should have is to see that you want to make this ramadan your best ramadan ever and this is because nothing guarantees you that you'll witness another ramadan after this right so make adequate preparation to execute it as your best ramadan right let your deeds be done with pure intention solely for the sake of allah and following the prophetic methodology right ramadan is an opportunity for you to build habits for you to break away from bad habits and for you to build good habits so therefore it comes once in a year and that is why you have to make it count as a worthwhile one and this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in the quran whenever allah is enjoining us to do acts of worship allah encourages us to set out to make preparations in that verse where you were talking about hajj allah says that and you should make preparation but the best of preparation is piety and fear me O people of understanding right so the best preparation we can make is to have good intention doing this solely for the sake of allah you're not fasting because of your husband or your parents you're not fasting to impress people you're not fasting to copy you're fasting solely for the sake of allah because the reward of the one who fasts sincerely for the sake of allah is that allah will forgive them so that's the first thing the second thing is also make sure in preparation towards ramadan ensure that you have made up your missed fastings from the last ramadan sometimes we miss the days from previous ramadan and we forget to make them up until the next ramadan is approaching and there's really nothing wrong with it don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with you delaying your makeup fast in fact our mother aisha anha mentioned that sometimes she gets busy with the rasul and she's unable to make up her previous ramadan except in shaaban prior to the fasting of ramadan so take time to make up your ramadan fast for us as men many times we don't miss fastings right but our women oftentimes miss fasting so you as a head of household as a husband remind your wife remind 
remind your children who are matured to make up their missed days of fasting. You can also help them and encourage them by you also fasting in Shaban. Fast with them because it's sometimes easier to do acts of worship together. So make sure that you wake up for Suhoor with them and you are fasting with them on those days in order to encourage them so as they can be able to fulfill this obligation because you have to complete your previous Ramadan before the next Ramadan sets in and you could be in instances where maybe you fell sick you might be not uh, they might be nursing mothers they might be pregnant they might be travelers you know might be elderly people so all of these are things which you need to look into and remind those who might fall under that category the third thing as well which I like to remind myself and our listeners as well is to see that you do a medical checkup it's important try to see your doctor it's highly encouraging to see that you do a medical checkup before ramadan because you don't want to fall sick in ramadan right this is a period whereby good deeds are highly rewardable you don't want to miss out on that opportunity so this is why it's very important for you to see that you check up you do a medical checkup with your doctor to see that everything is well with you to see that you are able to even carry out the fasting you don't know if some of your organs might not be in the best of form so it's a doctor that can do the checkup for you and tell you oh, there's something wrong with you in this area maybe you need to take some meds before ramadan sets in so as you don't break down while you're august visitor is around so fasting can be rigorous we all know how it is it's not so easy and combine uh, combining that with your daily activities with work and all of that there is need for you to be fit ahead of time number four try as much as you can to see that you give up your evil ways the sins that you are committing give them up now so as it will be easier for you in ramadan not to do them don't wait until the last minute until ramadan sets in before you start giving up bad habits remember you wouldn't have access to committing sins in ramadan for sure because the devils will be chained right so you would want to desist from these evil deeds right before ramadan sets in start practicing abstinence from the things that will nullify your fasting and one of such things which many of us take for granted that affects our reward of fasting is telling lies the evil of the tongue subhanallah the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam told us in an hadith that um allah is not in need of the fasting of the one who does not give up falsehood while he's fasting there's nothing allah will do with your fasting so therefore eschew falsehood and avoid this mistake to the best of your capability number five the fifth thing which i think is important for us to do as well in order to prepare for ramadan is to help others in attaining goodness if allah makes it easy for you to see ramadan as an opportunity then give thanks to him there is a set of muslims who only gain consciousness in ramadan so and there is a mistake which we make sometimes we make jest of them we laugh at them we even call them ramadan muslims no this is not right don't mock them rather encourage them Give them the glad tidings of reward and forgiveness from their Lord. Don't be surprised. Wallahi, there are Muslims who don't fast. Subhanallah. There are Muslims who know Ramadan is here, yet they do not fast. There are Muslims who still commit sins in Ramadan. We've had cases of men who still want to be intimate with their wives during the days of Ramadan. And this is very sad. So make sure that you help those whom you know in this category to remind them, to encourage them, especially our family, our household our children assist them assist the kids to fast encourage them tell them if they fast you give them a reward 
this is building that ability in them from childhood so as they do not grow up to become lazy adults right it's also the time where we can help our wives as well with the house chores encourage people to give up sins and increase in good deeds this will be the time whereby you will see a lot of masajid sponsoring iftar or trying to organize good deeds in ramadan take up those slots sponsor people to come and eat the Prophet told us the one who feeds the fasting person Allah will reward him like the one who has fasted without diminishing any of their rewards so this is an opportunity for you to attain good deeds number six the sixth thing which I would like to remind myself and every one of us as well is to push forth good deeds as much as we can as important as it is to help help others towards righteousness then you should not forget yourself as well so you should make up your mind that you will do a lot of good deeds in ramadan as deeds are annually presented to allah in the night of laylatul qadr right uh this is the event in which author um sorry this is the uh the deeds are presented to allah in the month of shaaban not ramadan i did not mean ramadan astaghfirullah so in the month of Shaaban, Allah presents the deeds to uh, the, the angels present the deeds to Allah in the month of Shaaban. And this is why the Prophet said he loves to fast in Shaaban to be in a situation whereby Allah his deeds goes to Allah in a fasting state, right? So give charity as much as you can, support those who are in need. Most especially, times are tough for people in recent times. So if you have more, give more help people to prepare for the fasting period help them with their needs basic needs there are a lot of charity organizations that will be requesting for donations for ramadan please donate to them may allah accept from you and from us as well um uh another thing which i would like to add as well uh, is that we should strive to create a bond with the quran we should strive to create a bond with the Quran right from these months of Sha'aban. If you know you want to recite the Quran, pick it up from now and start reading it. Dust the, the take off the dust of your mushaf. Subhanallah. Some of us, our recitation of the Quran is just limited to the period of Ramadan. From Ramadan to Ramadan, that's when we only recite the Quran, and this is not good enough. So create the bond with the Quran. Start to do your muraja. Start to revise your Quran so as you can be able to recite it more in your kiyamulail. So as you can be able to see that you. Um, you recite it fluently you recite it with tajweed this is very important ramadan is the month of quran uh, allah subhanahu wa told us shawr ramadan ramadan that this is the month of ramadan in which the quran was revealed so the prophet also told us that jibril comes to revise the quran with him every uh, every month of ramadan and the month in, in the year in which the prophet passed away he revised it with him twice so let's strive as much as we can to see that we set realistic goals for ourselves on how to recite the Quran in Ramadan. For some of us who are very good at recitation, we are fast. It's okay if you can recite it fast and fluent, but see that you recite it at least, at, at least the, the least amount of days is at least in three days. That's what is best. So you don't just recite the Quran fast, fast in a way that um, you're not paying attention to the um the pronunciation the tajweed and things like that some of us might not be able to recite the quran in arabic right it's an opportunity for you to read the translation and connect with the meaning could alhamdulillah the quran has been translated in so many languages today we have it in english in yoruba in hausa in dutch in french whatever language you speak 
open the Quran and read it in the, the meaning and connect to the meaning of the Quran. This is an opportunity for you. Another point which I would like to add as well to um, the things you can also do to welcome Ramadan is to see that you are waking up to say the nightly prayers, the Qiyamul Layl, right? There is more reward for you in Ramadan when you pray the nightly prayers, right? But you can start from now. The Qiyamul Layl is a highly recommended prayer for the Muslim, for the believer. The Prophet ﷺ used to get up to pray at night to the point that when he prayed, his feet would get swollen and his wife would ask him, why are you bothering yourself so much after Allah's forgiving you your previous sins and your future sins? And what did he say? He said, shouldn't I be a thankful slave of Allah? SubhanAllah. Look at that beautiful response. So it's important for us as well to see that we are rising up to pray in the night. And we are not just rising up alone. We are also making way for our loved ones as well our wives our children we are also reminding them to get up and pray kiamul layl so kiamul layl is different from salatul tarawih which we pray in uh, ramadan you know um in ramadan we usually pray tarawih which is a form of kiam as well but it's different from the regular Qiyamul Layl which you pray because Tarawih is limited just to Ramadan, right? But Qiyamul Layl, you can always do it every day. So start by trying to see that you're praying Qiyamul Layl from now. So that by the time Ramadan comes, you'll be able to still pray Tarawih and you can still do your Qiyamul Layl. And the significance of Qiyamul Layl cannot be overemphasized. The benefits are so much. In the hadith of Imam al-Muslim, uh, the Prophet ﷺ told us, he said, the best prayer after the obligatory ones are the prayers at night. And it brings you closer to Allah. Because Allah's Messenger ﷺ also told us in an hadith, he said that during the last part of the night, Allah comes closer to the nearest of the heavens. And he asks, who will call upon me that I may answer him? Who will ask of me so as I may give him? Who will seek my forgiveness so as I may forgive him? Subhanallah. So, this is an opportunity which many of us snooze upon. And why it's difficult is because that last part of the night is when you enjoy your sleep the most. So, many of us, we miss out on this opportunity. Make Ramadan an opportunity for you to harness it. Start from Sha'aban now. Set your alarm clock. See that you are beginning to wake and... Um, Pray One last hadith that just came to my mind as well is the hadith of uh, the hadith recorded in Sunan Ibn Majah. Uh, the, the Prophet ﷺ told us in that hadith, he said, O people, uh, spread salam, give food, pray at night, and you will. Uh, he said, uh, pray at night when the people are sleeping, and you will enter the paradise of your of your Lord in peace. Subhanallah. So this is telling you that these deeds are deeds that could make you an inhabitant of Jannah. Make sure that you are giving salam, you are feeding people, and you are praying at night. And inshallah, you will enter the paradise of Allah in peace. This is the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa telling us this. But for you to be able to do Qiyamul Layl, you need to also make the intention before going to bed. Go to sleep early. Don't sit and watch game, um, Netflix all night long or play games and all of that. And don't to be too comfortable while you are asleep. When you are sleeping, be conscious that yes, you want to wake up to pray. That's how you get up to pray, you know. Sleep in a state of wudu. Do your adhkar before going to bed. And avoid eating so much at night. Because when you eat so much, you'll be heavy. I might not be able to get up to pray. And finally, inshallah, I think the last thing which I would like to mention amongst the 10 things which we could do to prepare for Ramadan is to also see that we stock up on necessities the things we need for our fasting our groceries 
um, our the food, the cleaning supplies, whatever you know you will need. It is best if you can stock up on them before Ramadan sets in, so as you don't have to always go to the grocery store every day or every other day. Because that time will also be eaten up on the time you have to use in doing your acts of worship. So make sure that you get all your supplies intact because you wouldn't want to be going to the market to shop every now and then, so as to reserve your strength to save your time and worship Allah in the best of manners. This is very important. Remember, the goal of Ramadan is for you to come and attain piety. And that's why Allah says, um, Ya you are Ladina Amanu, Kutiba alaykum usiyam, Kama kutiba ala Ladina min koblikum la alla kum tatakun. Allah says, Oh, you believe, fasting has been prescribed upon you the way it was prescribed on those before you, so as you may attain piety. So the goal of Ramadan is come and attain piety. It's not just for you to cook for people to eat alone. You yourself also have to feel the sweetness of that month of Ramadan. You also have to strive as much as you can to do good deeds. While cooking for your household is important, it's a good deed, yes, but you can also do some other good deeds as well besides that. We ask Allah to make it easy for us, to accept from us, increase us in goodness and piety. So those are just 10 things which I wanted to share with us to do in preparation before Ramadan. And most especially, don't forget the sunnah of fasting in the blessed month of Sha'aban. I think I forgot to mention this hadith. There is also another hadith that I wanted to mention that Prophet encouraged us to fast as much in the month of Ramadan. And that's the hadith of Aisha anhu, where the Prophet said uh, that she said that she would always see the Prophet fasting until he will never break his fast. Okay, I think I mentioned that hadith earlier. So, and when he stops fasting, he will not, it will look like he's not going to fast again. But there is no month where the Prophet fasts as much as Sha'aban besides Ramadan. So this is very important for us to also revive this sunnah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it from us and make it easy for us. Whatever good I might have said is by the mercy of Allah. And whatever wrong I might have said is all of my ill understandings and whisperings from shaitan. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to raise it from my memories and my books of deeds. Until next time, keep striving to be best of you. Allahumma balligna Ramadan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.